<laughs> right. <laughs> what are we on? 34. 34. What snacks have you got today? Oh, this is... Oh, there's like a whole fucking... Ooh. So I've got trail mix and some fruit... Uh, chews? What are they called? Gummies? Fruit snacks? Gummies. Gummies. And some water. Stay hydrated. Gotta stay hydrated. What you've got? I got... Big Choco Sticks. Crunchy. I'm sorry to Brie in the chat because I am turning my phone on vibrate. Oh, I don't even. I think I left my phone in the other room because it was dying. Mm -hmm. Because I was watching too many TikToks. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've fucking done all day. We have both just been in like an ADHD rut. That was was pretty good. I gotta test how crunchy it is. These have been... In our cupboard, for unopened months. for like six months. <laughs> At least they're they're like in a protective thing. Yeah. Are they stale? No. It's like a pretzel covered in chocolate. So I mean, even How when pretzels do get, get stale, they're like fine, you know. Yeah. But I also have an orange. And a ding dong I found in the freezer that's been there for like a minute, but I'm still gonna eat it. <laughs> Was it me? <laughs> no, the chocolate kind. Oh. You're the vanilla kind. <laughs> Would you still eat me? He's been like extra obsessed with them lately. I don't know what his deal is. No. Like that. Let me just throw crumbs all over your bed. You're welcome. Come here, Bella. I mean, they'll just make friends with the other crumbs that are there. Do you like rappers' sounds like in uh, ASMR? Yeah. I just like crunchy sounds in general. Yeah, same. I like... I like crisp sounds. Like any, like... Let me just hit the mic though. That's that's, <laughs> that's definitely super a good soothing. One. <laughs> like tapping sounds or like crinkly sounds. Like you know those baby toys and dog toys that have like crinklies in them. Mm-hmm. I just will carry them around. Like we get that stuff in the store and I just carry it around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is nice. And then I'm like, I need to put this fucking one year old toy away. <laughs> wow, these snacks are really fruity and kind of dry. We've had those for a minute too. Yeah. They're not bad, though. They're no. pretty... They're the smiley face ones. Yeah, they're pretty good. The smiley face ones are nostalgic for me. A, they're just like... They're arguably the best fruit snack. I mean, you're not wrong. They taste like the Scooby-Doo fruit snack. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's like those... I also got an orange because it just sounded good. Also, I made you guys buy oranges and then I promptly ignored them. That's fair. Because... I can't see them directly, so... I knew it was a bad idea putting them there. I'm sorry. That's what that thing is for. But there's just too much shit on our counter. Also, I don't want to put them somewhere else. Like, he's going to take them and be like, wow, look at that orange tennis ball on the counter. Yeah. So this is riveting content. Yeah, definitely. 
Listen to me peel an orange. <laughs> so I had the idea to talk about gaydar because I'm gonna have I'm gonna explain this conversation I had with my mom the other day. <laughs> Please do. So I was hanging out at my parents' house and my mom was like, Oh, I saw she's always telling me about haircuts that she thinks I should get. Well, and she nine like the hawk? Right. I'm like, listen. You already I, found the perfect haircut. Right. I I appreciate most of the haircuts. Half the time she's telling me to get a faux hawk, and I'm like, no. nothing against anybody. Like, I'm not going to judge you for your choice to get a faux hawk, but everyone I've ever met who had a faux hawk was a douchebag lesbian. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know, it's just one of those things. Or she's always telling me to, like, get an undercut and then shave designs into it. But I'm like, and that's cool. Like, it looks cool when people do that. But my hair grows way too fast for that to be anywhere near worth it, you know? Yeah. I could do it for free. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, like, so much time. And then, like, a week later, it's going to be gone, you know? Yeah. Or it's just going to look shitty because it'll grow out funky. And my hair calyx, like, it just, I just don't think it would work out. Like, it looks cool, but just not worth it for me, you know? That's fair. But anyway. God, that smells so good, though. You want one? No. I, I'd i probably spit it out, to be honest. I need orange juice, though. And she proceeds to describe to me a very lesbian haircut. Which is? Which is valid. Um, You know the one where they'll do, like... It's shaved all around, like, on both sides, and then the back is shaved, but it's, like, no. (laughs) Like, if you were to do a mohawk, but then cut the back off. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, so she's describing this to me, and I was, like, I mean, that's valid. I probably, I'm sure I could pull that off. But, Mom... Like, is have you never seen this haircut before? And she's like, well, no. And I was like, Mom, have you ever seen a lesbian before? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, it's a very lesbian haircut. And she's like, well, I don't think it's fair to judge and assume that that person was a lesbian. And I was like, she was definitely a lesbian. She was at least bisexual, but she wants everyone to know she's gay. And she goes on me. Goes off on me about, well, not going off. She wasn't like yelling at me or anything. But just in my, my mom, mom explains. <laughs> it's like mansplaining, but specifically coming from your mother. Mm-hmm. I'm quitting that new term. <laughs> okay. My mom is the worst about it. But anyway, so she's like telling it, she accused me of profiling. <laughs> Because I was like, Mom, I don't know how to explain to you that there are just certain things that when you look at a person, you're like, yeah, that person's gay. Okay, so I don't think it's profiling because gays have evolved over time. We do it on purpose. Yeah, we've evolved over time to do certain things about the way that we look so that other gays can identify mm-hmm. us because it hasn't always been safe. Right. Exactly. To be out. <laughs> so that's just, you know, you have the gay look. Yeah. Cuz and then I was trying to explain to her because we watched that really depressing documentary the other day. Yes. 
it was really good, but it was really depressing. Yeah. It was on Netflix. It's uh, what was it called? I can't remember what it something was along the lines of "Pray It Away," "Pray the Game yeah, Away." Or something it was like, like "Pray Away" or something. Yeah. Um. But it was just like. But we were talking about it because this—the whole point of this documentary was it was about people who were who, so like gay people who were like part of this ex-gay movement or yeah. ex-LGBT movement. Yeah, it was like Exodus or something. Yeah, like <clears throat> or whatever. Church. Yeah, whatever church it was. I, I don't know were, which what church they were involved with specifically. It, it's, you know, many churches do this, unfortunately. Yeah, it was like gay conversion therapy and things yeah. like that. They and were like advocating for Why don't you go outside and bark at Julianne? She's out there. <laughs> she called you. But, but yeah, I'm like suspecting that there's like a gay gene. So. Yeah, if there's a gay gene, why would it only like? There's reason to believe that it would affect other parts of you. Yeah. Hence the gay face. Yeah. The gay walk. Like, have you ever just looked at somebody and like you've watched them walk and you're like, yeah, it's a lesbian. Yeah, or like, um, it's not always like a feminine or masculine thing. It's just. The posture, the way somebody speaks, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're you're part of the alphabet mafia. I right. can tell. Yeah. I, I always have, like, a better gaydar for gay men, though, which is, like, such a slap in the face. I also, like, I, I don't... I feel like it's harder because straight women see the, like, they like gay fashion. Yeah. And so, like... It gets harder to tell because it's like, all right, you see, you see this girl with short hair and like she's wearing chucks and a fucking flannel and you're like, yeah, that's a lesbian. Yeah. I and saw then- a post that was like describing basically that and this girl being like, I, I decided to shoot my shoot my shot and I went up and asked her if she liked girl in red. And the she girl was like, was like huh? <laughs> and I was like, never mind. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I bet there are lesbians who don't know Girl in Red, but Probably. I'm like... I mean, I'm going to be real. I don't think I could name our song, but I I get I, the... I get the reference. Yeah. Yeah. I did l- listen to a couple of her songs, and they're pretty good. But... It's just like... It's... I... <sighs> It's more difficult. Do straight people just not see it? <laughs> I, guess I guess they must not. not, because otherwise it would be, like, well, lesbians like, would be burned at the stake, right? Well, yeah, because, like, okay. Not it's just always, lesbians, but. It's always, like, gals being pals, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. There was, there was also. Um, I feel like I keep saying lesbians because men had to hide it harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, if you really do anything did. remotely, like, not hyper-masculine. It's always saying that it's like, you're, you're gay. Yeah, you're and gay. Like, thing. oh my god, you have feelings, you fucking gay piece of shit. Oh my god, you wash your ass, <laughs> piece of shit, you gay rod. Like, no. Whereas women can be like... I like softball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's the part of the fucking documentary... Where the girl was like, 
like no my Beetle. mom made me quit softball because she thought that i was going down a gay path <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah <laughs> but it's not funny yeah. like the concept <laughs> is fucking funny the fact that that that, that actually happened is just sad yeah but like <laughs> but it's, it's really funny softball sure like no, it was yeah. like they were afraid that it was gonna turn her gay but like yeah. too late bitch <laughs> <laughs> like she was already anyways the documentary uh one of the specific ones like she was like a big speaker for the I think Exodus whatever program yeah. and it kept showing clips of her like speaking during this program like in the 90s or whatever. Okay. And it was this one. I remember the one specifically that she got married to a man. Yeah. And it was a lot easier for her to like get out of her gay lifestyle or whatever yeah. and then found out that she was bisexual. She had the bi bob, man. She, she had the bob. <laughs> she did. And every time she was like speaking she had, like, a lesbian haircut. Yeah. She had, like, the bob, the, you know, with the little fringe in mm-hmm. front. And it was just, it was the haircut. Yeah. She also just, like, looked gay. Yeah. She there was that other face. lady, too, who, like, because there was the one, the bisexual woman who, I feel like you do your hair and your makeup like a lipstick lesbian, but you don't dress like one. So yeah. it's, like, conflicting. <laughs> Well, I think I think my problem because you don't like, dress like Butch either, but like you got the gay vibes in your outfits. But somebody at the pizza place was flirting with you. You, you got a heart on your box. Oh yeah! <laughs> After they didn't give us my pizza, but yeah. <clears throat> also, I was trying to because my mom was like. <laughs> Because I'm just, like, trying to explain to her how gaydar works, but, like, straight people just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And she kept, like, telling me that I was profiling. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no it's not it's- like I... It, it, you can just look at someone and you're like, hmm. Yeah. But, and she was like, I just don't think it's right to judge someone based on their haircut. If I thought I could pull it off, I I thought it was a really cool haircut, so I would totally have that haircut if i thought i could pull it off and i was like but you can't because you don't have a gay face and she's like what are you talking about she's like that's not a thing and i was like it is though and you don't (laughs) and she's like i just don't think that you can judge people like that based on their haircut and i was like mom i challenge you right now to get on google just open google on your phone and type in bisexual haircut and it will show you the bisexual bob and she was like well i don't have my phone on me and i was like i don't know what to tell you then (laughs) you're not gonna run the test then you're not accepting the fucking the facts here (laughs) (laughs) it's but yeah like I don't think that straight people really realize that gay people do things strategically and like style themselves strategically to look gay. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I feel like it's another one of those things that like, I feel like maybe because Beatles. Stop. Stick bits in here. Sorry, Bella, I forgot you were there. Okay, get out. Beetle, now I forgot what I was saying. Get 
Oh, no, I remember. Okay, fine. Maybe it's just because, like, straight women women are, like, feel safer around gay men or because they all want a gay best friend. Oh, my God. But. But what about a gay best friend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just keep getting distracted by a fucking dog. But, like, I feel like straight women can kind of pick out gay men a little bit. Not, not to the same extent that we can, like, I feel like I can talk to somebody and I'm like, you have yeah. a gay, don't you? Yeah. Like, and it won't necessarily be apparent. It's like, you just, it's like, it's a vibe. Yeah. You know, like, you yeah. just pick up on a vibe. Yeah. But there's, like, I guess the more flamboyant gays that are easier to pick out and the straight women like zone in on those. Yeah. But they're completely lost when it comes to gay women. Yeah. They just like, just they like you know. said, like they're gals like, being pals. They're just tomboyish. Yeah. Meanwhile, like I see a girl wearing like a fucking, a men's tank top, basketball shorts, some like fucking sandals with socks and a, snap back and I'm like that is like the most lesbian lesbian I've ever seen yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile I fucking spotted one at E3 you know? <laughs> like, we were watching E3 and I was like that woman has sharp nails except for two index fingers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like she's gay <laughs> <laughs> which I love that trend yeah it's one of my favorites for real, though, like, I appreciate that trend. I hate... That's one of those things, like, watching lesbian porn, and then they it's all the have, worst. like, these, like, crazy nails, and it's like, uh-uh, no. don't put that in there. I can't fucking watch lesbian porn. Yeah. Not you gotta like, find, like, specifically for lesbians, lesbian porn. Right? Yeah. You, you can't just, like, like, go on Pornhub and, like, find lesbian porn, because no. it's all... It always comes back to porn. Everything comes back to porn. <laughs> Listen, this should just be the horny cast. It's true. Except we don't know enough about <laughs> sex, probably. <laughs> Listen, it can be horny cast. It doesn't mean that... <laughs> I mean, that's why we're so horny. Summer is coming to an end. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah. I I'm tired of the world oh, being fuck. on fire and my eyes feeling like they need to pop out of my head because it's so fucking bad here yeah. lately. Everything's on fire. It always smells like smoke. Yeah. It's fortunately not as bad as it was last year. I am like I'm ready for the spooky vibes. I want to watch yeah. all the horror movies, but I can't watch them by myself. Yeah, we've both just been like not wanting to do things. Yeah, the last few days has it's been like I feel like we both we, we we're so cycles. synced up yeah. in our like <laughs> right. creative cycle because we both were like. We're so synced up this time that we're both just on werewolves specifically. Yeah. But like we both will get like 
I feel like, I don't know if it's that it's a reactionary thing or if it just happens at the same time, but it'll be like, whenever you're wanting to draw, I'm wanting to write and yeah. whatever. I don't know if it's just like we're, we're motivating each other or yeah. whatever. I, know. I don't know. Or I don't know if that's it. Like, you know, you mentioned you want to draw and I'm like, oh shit, I want to do creative thing. Or yeah. if it's like, just, we just happen to hit the motivation at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. You can't sleep for shit. Fucking worst, man. Where are your actual toys? You don't need to eat cotton. <laughs> Go get your alligator. Or your bone. Or your other bone. Or your rope thing with a bone on it. Or your platypus beaver. Or... He's just like us. He's like, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't good. want any of that. None of that sounds good. I can't even decide which snack I want. I forgot to get a salty snack. I'm sorry. It's my own fault. Nice. This is just riveting content. <laughs> I knew it was going to be good tonight. We've both just been so, like, blah. We've been, like, out of sorts lately. It's been all... The granola's pretty, like, nice. I feel like yeah. now I'm just like, I think about this when we go to like start the podcast, like we were saying earlier. Now my brain is just trained to like, are you going to do podcasts? Hungry. Need a snack. Mm -hmm. But then I'm looking for snacks being like, I wonder what will sound good. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking I said earlier, I was like, okay, what am I going to eat during the podcast? My first thought was fucking oatmeal. And I was like, that's not going to sound good. Just going to sound like gross. Yeah, you need to eat crispy things yeah. on the podcast. If you're allowed to eat, you gotta eat like things that sound good. Yeah. Dude, I've been wanting to watch Van Helsing because <laughs> I'm on werewolves. Okay, but like same. So <laughs> when we're done, when we're done recording, we should absolutely find it. Okay. I don't know what it's on, but it's got to be on something. Right. Something. It was on Netflix for a while. It was. I don't know if it's on right now. No. I don't think so. I wonder if it's on HBO. Also, now you guys, when I after I edit it, will get to see how much time I cut out. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a lot. <laughs> I'm going to... It's hard to tell. I feel like when I... I get a little obsessive about cutting out pauses because I'm like staring at the wave file. Like if I'm doing something while I'm editing and I'm just like listening to it and it like sounds organic until there's a pause that I'm like, okay, I'm bored. That's when I like look up and cut. Yeah. But if I'm not doing something else and I'm just watching it, like if there's ones that I know there's a lot of pauses in, like when we do the Mad Libs and stuff like that. Yeah. Then I just watch it because, sorry, I keep hitting everything. 
be jiggling. Because I'm like, I'm going to have to stop every three seconds, so I might as well just watch it. Right. But I get, like, obsessive about cutting out every tiny chunk, even though it, like, sounds natural and fine. <laughs> Hands where I can see them! <laughs> where they can't fucking touch anything! <laughs> I know you guys can't hear every time I hit the table or whatever, but I can, and it sounds so loud to me. I'm like, ugh! Stop. Yeah, I, I have it pretty good over here because I can fidget as much as I want. So you sent a TikTok earlier that would, that it had like this massive, I think it was like a Tibetan massive, like yeah. tied to a tree and he was lunging and barking and you were. And it was some kind of bear dog. Yeah. yeah. And like the joke was that like, oh, you just need like a white girl to go and pet it. Yeah. Okay. So this TikTok, it has this dog and somebody had commented on it saying what kind of dog it was, but I don't remember. But it was some kind of bear hunting dog. So yeah. a massive fluffy dog. Yeah. It's huge. And he was like tied to a tree and he was, he was barking and whatever. And barking. Not like a friendly posture. Yeah. And it was like... uh this other guy stitched it because the TikTok it had the dog and then it had a caption that was like, uh, would you pet him for a million dollars or whatever? And then this other guy stitched <laughs> like it. It was this black guy. And he's it. like, I just know there's just show me the white girl. Where's the white girl? And I was like, it's me. I'm the white girl because I literally saw the first half of it and was like, I'd Lovely. do it for free. <laughs> he was like barking and lunging. So I was like, well, maybe I wouldn't pet him. Unless he, you know, calmed down first or something. Yeah. Like, there's there's always a Like, level. listen, I'm there's not just going to run up and, like, hug a fucking angry dog. But yeah. if I walk closer and he chills out, yeah. and I, then I can be like, all right. Because a lot of dogs are like that. They, like, right. see you in the distance like and they're Julie. like, hey, man, fuck you. And then, you know, they actually can, like, see you and their handlers nearby and their hand. But, yeah, it's just <laughs> the dude I, like... I'm like having this thought process where I'm like, yes, I would pet him for free. I love him. He's we're best Lucky. friends now. And then it just clipping or like going to the fucking the other dude being like, where's the white girl? <laughs> and specifically him being like, I just know there's going to be that white girl. Several. There's going to be all these white girls who just look at this monster and go puppy. And I was like. <laughs> And <laughs> but he is puppy. What makes you think he is not puppy? Look at him, puppy. puppy. <laughs> <laughs> also, I see anything remotely dog shaped, and I'm, I'm like, like puppy. puppy. I see fucking robots that are like murdering people in movies, and I'm right. like, puppy, <laughs> right? Or like you know those ones uh, that. <sighs> You'll see people like doing tests working with these robots where it's like the four legged ones where they yeah. do weird shit. <laughs> they, like, like kick them. They like kick shit. them or like put them on ice to, like yeah. so it can learn how to recover or whatever. But every like time I Boston, see one of those, I'm like, puppy. Boston mechanics or something like that. Yeah. It's something like that. But <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it just, it looks like a puppy. And then they have like this fucking extension that looks like a giraffe sort of like bird neck and it like grabs things and yeah. I'm like this this is a brontosaurus <laughs> puppy yes <laughs> yeah also like literally anytime we're watching something together and there's like a fucking vicious wolf or whatever yeah. either one of us just puppy, puppy. 
Like I'm thinking specifically just off the top of my head in Thor Ragnarok when um, Big Puppy Fenrir, I think is what they call him in that one, yeah. comes out like giant, like man-eating fucking plane-sized wolf. Yeah. And we're both just like, puppy. Yeah. Like watching the Hulk punch him in the face and we're like, puppy, no. No. <laughs> oh, our puppy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's just doing what he's supposed to do. <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> we're just like vouching. There's pretty much never a reason to kill the dog. No. Like... It's Unless, always just used as like a weird tearjerker or like omen thing. And it, like there's just right. never a reason for it. Unless like the whole <clears throat> like plot revolves around it. Yeah. There's no reason for it. Like uh, A Dog's Journey. That one was really sad, but I really loved it. Yeah. It also it is like, like a rebirth thing though. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, we go through this whole journey and then the dog dies at the end. Like yeah. every goddamn boy in his dog novel, it's, it's so just awful. like this beautiful adventure and like loving story between this dog and the boy. And then it like at the end just dies horribly at the end, mm -hmm. like for no fucking reason. I'm looking at you old yeller. Yeah. But I've never read or watched that one because it's rabies and I can't do that. I I can't do Cujo for the same reason. I think I read it and watched it in grade school. Like they made us do that. Yeah. And Which that's another thing. All of those books are like <laughs> on school lists. Right? Why? Why are you trying to traumatize like, kids? Like I always that? remember have I talked on here before about when we read Stone Fox in third grade? No. So well, yes. Have I, I talked know. about it on the podcast? I, don't know about I feel like I probably told you guys before because I okay, this is a funny ahead. story go. for me. But sorry if I've told it on here before. But so in third grade, I read we our class read Stone Fox. We had a weird situation in third grade because our teacher, like the actual third grade teacher, um, it, like a few weeks into the year, her son like got into an accident and ended up being paralyzed. And so she quit teaching so she could take care of him. So like randomly, you know, just a few weeks into the year, we had to find, they had to find new teacher. <clears throat> and we had like a couple of kind of long-term subs for a minute. And then about halfway through the year, they settled with, we had two different teachers who were working the classroom together. So we had one who was there for the first half of the day. And then after lunch, we had the other one, but they were like corresponding with each other, but they just were like covering the classroom at different times. And so we read Stone Fox and I really don't remember much of the plot of that book, to be honest with you. I just remember how it ends, but it's like a boy. It's about like sled dog racing and the, the gist of it that I remember is the like boy getting into this like dog race and his dog is the underdog because the dog is old and whatever. And it's not like, it's like not, you know, a fucking like super well-trained, like, you know, husky, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, underdog situation, whatever. And at the end of the book, they win the race. The only thing that I remember about third grade is that they separated me and Emily because we were already too much in second grade. And they never put us. Yeah. But like, 
Every if you wander around like the middle grade fiction section and you find a book with a dog on it and it's not like a fairy dog <laughs> or it something dies. similar. Like if it's just a cute like just picture of a cute dog, there's either like the dog either dies or it goes through some kind of trauma. Yep. Like I'm thinking specifically of Shiloh because I don't. Re- but then there's yeah, like Old Yeller, fucking where the red fern grows. Where the red fern grows. Stone fox. No one is safe. No one is safe. There's actually a kids book called No More Dead Dogs. Nice. Because of that. <laughs> Good. Uh- I why haven't are we read trying it. Trying to traumatize children by like, telling them, like, their why dog can't is going we just die? have a happy ending with, like, your dog friend still alive? Like, I, you went on this incredible journey, and now you're just gonna keep on going. Yeah. You know. Then they were best friends forever, and he lived a happy, healthy, long doggy life. Yeah. Or if it's going to end with the dog dying, then how come it can never just be like, and then the dog was like 16 years old and he went to sleep and then he, he went to, he just went to sleep in front of the hearth. And then that was, he was, he he went out with a smile on his face. It's always like traumatic, violent, like fucking, yeah. Like Stone Fox, the dog having a heart attack because he wanted his boy to win. Like, imagine the guilt. Right? Like, or like, it's in my fault. Fucking, you know, Old Yeller, it's rabies mm-hmm. in where the red fern grows. One Don't of the dogs literally attack. gets his guts ripped out by a fucking mountain lion. Mm-hmm. And then the other one just gives up on life. Just like, why does it have to be like that? I don't know, man. And it's like dogs specifically are targeted. Mm-hmm. I feel like cats and wild birds are also used as omens. Yeah. But like it's never. There's never like a relationship yeah. with the, this animal It's like, first. you know, the feral cat that lives in the barn. We found it on the doorstep or like there's Which dead crows outside or whatever. Which, yeah, it's still upsetting. And still there's like, like no reason to just be killing these animals. Yeah. <clears throat> you could put something else for yeah. omens. Like use like plants or something. Yeah. Come on. Mushrooms. Mm-hmm. That j- like literally mushrooms just symbolize that something died. Yeah, <laughs> you don't right. have to show me the corpse. But like dogs are specifically targeted as being like, this is the family pet, or like we have a strong bond with this animal and now it's just gone. I just think it's like it's really sh- Also, it's like <clears throat> speaking of that. I feel like there's specific types of trauma that are so regularly used or like not types of trauma, but like incidences that to cause trauma for characters in literature Mm -hmm. or media in general. Like, like you said, dead wife syndrome, Mm -hmm. dead wife, dead mom, dead kid. Yeah. But, or, you know, the like most common one for women is just rape. Yeah. Like, not to say that's not a horrendous thing to happen to somebody, but it's also not the worst thing that could happen to you. And that being, like, the only thing that, That like, writers use to be, like, yeah, this is, like, she has horrible, like, PTSD because she got raped. Like, and you would. You could. But there are so many other things that that. can happen to women. Like, that's not the worst thing that can happen to you. And it's not, like, it's also not something that's exclusive to women. Yeah. 
like, and it's like, it's also if they do work through it, though. it's because like the perfect man comes in and fixes everything, right? It's not through her own volition yeah. and self-will. Yeah. It's always like, It's always just this guy who comes in and doesn't fucking leave her alone when she tells him to fuck off and to the point where she just like gives up. Yeah. And then oh my god, he's like such a hot, such a dream, you know? Mm-hmm. Stop it. Get some help. There's a sickness in these novels. I don't read. <laughs> and I still know these fucking tropes. Write better trauma, you fucking cowards. <laughs> Right, generational trauma. Yeah, fuck off with your dead wife trope and just like tell me about how this man is fucked up because his dad was fucked up. Yeah. And was a shitty parent. Yeah. Tell me about how this guy is just fucking pissed off because he's seen so much shit happen to yeah. other people. Give me some plots about like women who have seen some shit. That's a th- like. Even if it's not, like, rape specifically, I feel like female trauma in media is always sex-related. Yeah. It's like, you know, you were raped or you had to become a sex worker kind of against your will to survive or, like, you got into some shit with, like, a shitty boyfriend who, like, that's essentially rape, but they kind of twist it a little differently because sometimes you want to have sex with them, I guess. Yeah. It's... It just seems... It's always about their body, though. Yeah, it just seems like there's this sort of rhetoric that that's the most important thing a woman can give is her body. Yeah. It's the most important. Yeah. So, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Or, like, shit, show me some, like... It's not uncommon either to have like women who've had trauma, who've dealt with the trauma of like miscarriages or whatever, which is again, like that's a traumatic thing and it's actually really common. But like, show me some men who are dealing with that trauma because it's their kid too. Yeah. You know, like they didn't have to go through like the physical part of it, but they still had to go through like the hope. Yeah. Like being excited, like we're going to have a baby and when we're like painting the the fucking the nursery, you know, all of that shit. And now that's gone. It's taken. And like, not only do I have to deal with that emotional trauma, but I also have to take care of my wife yeah. who is dealing with it because that's what's expected of me. Mm-hmm. Also along those lines, can we please get some like queer coming out stories that are not just gay people? Yeah. Like. I want like the whole spectrum. Yeah. Because it's like a pretty, it's almost always the same story with like, it's, and it's always a guy. Yeah. Coming out as gay. Not always. There's, you know. It's just usually, I haven't seen a movie about a girl coming out as gay ever. I have, and I can't, I think it's called The Half of It. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's a Netflix original. It was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. It was cute. Um, I think that's what it's called. I would look, but I my phone is in the other room. That's all good. But it was about um, these two kids in high school, and this girl has like this major crush on this other girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she, this girl, like the main character, basically has a business where she, like other students, pay her to write their essays and shit. Yeah. 
So she has this boy approach her and he wants her to write love letters for the girl that she has a crush on. So she's like writing these love letters from the heart for this other boy who has to pretend. And he's just like, he's such a himbo. (laughs) Like he's just dumb. Like in the sweetest way, you know, but he just is like, has nothing in common with this girl. (laughs) And so like she's writing these like incredible love letters and like falling in love with this girl because they have this back and forth. And she's like doing all of the texting and everything for him. And then they go on dates and he's like, Oh, <laughs> and just totally fucking dumb. <laughs> but, you know, towards the end of the movie, it like, she, like she basically gets outed, mm-hmm. um, at least like to him and to the other girl. And then it's like, you know, it's, it's actually a really cute movie and like their friendship developing is really cute. Nice. I'd recommend it. But anyway, that's the only one that I can think of. Mm. See, there's always there's like a switch. It's like there's a lot of WLW in like uh in like animated series, but there's not so much men who love men. Yeah. And then in movies it's a lot of like for gay and then not a lot of for lesbian, you know? Here's the thing. I, I've talked about this before with you guys because I've observed this in specifically um, young adult fiction and fantasy is where a lot of the queer representation is. Mm-hmm. Honestly, young adult and like middle grade is where all of the representation is. And then once you get to adult fiction, it's only white women. I hate that. Yep. I anyway. like that. <laughs> Hello? I think our werewolf friend is back. Werewolf? It's done. Whereas, like, you know, the lesbian fantasy is just for lesbians. Yeah. You know, like. I want a sword and a cottage and a wife. Yeah. Who makes bread. Yeah. I want my hot lesbian girlfriend with her. (laughs) But you don't see as much of that. I, I don't know why there's not as much, like, gay guy representation in fantasy, though. I feel like the reason that there's not as much like queer as many queer women in realistic fiction again is because like lesbians want a sword. So it's not as like it's not really in as high of demand, I guess. Yeah. But kind of circling back. Why are there not like not like non-gay queer characters ever can i get some ace characters every once in a while please i want some ace characters i want demisexual demi demi (laughs) demisexual i want like the whole spectrum there's so much more than just like gay or straight yeah like there's like trans characters are becoming more common but yeah I, like even some bi representation would be yeah. nice. I know the of like only one character. The only one that I can think of, at least in like books, <clears throat> is and I haven't even read it. So the book that um, Love Simon is based on, there's a sequel to that one, and it is it is about the and I can't remember her name right now but the girl best friend coming out is by mm. and it's basically just the same story mm. from what i understand 
That's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. Wow. I can only think of Cora. (laughs) Yeah. Or like, actually, Addie LaRue, my mom and I just listened to that one when we were driving to Washington. She's bisexual. That's another one that I can think of. The only ace character that I can think of is there's one, and I haven't finished it yet because I got distracted by something else, but there's a teen novel called Ilatsue, and the main character, it was hinting that she was ace because mm. she talked that about how she just wasn't interested in anybody, but I also only listened to the first couple chapters, so I don't know if that changes, if it ends up being like... She has, like, some kind of queer awakening later on because she just hasn't been, like, introduced to that or if she's, like, Demi or whatever. I don't know what kind of romance situation is in the book, but... Fair. The only one I can think of is Oliver. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And no one else knows who that is. (laughs) One of them should know. (laughs) Well, I mean, outside of, like, the group. Oh, yeah. I wish we had the motivation to write that. Yeah, we had every kind of representation in that. Yeah, I think that was like maybe a problem because it was just kind of all over the place. Yeah. That's the thing, though, is I feel like there are some. And I feel like that's something that we would like a problem we would have run into and we would have had to like cut down on it because when we were developing characters, it was like, and this one is this sexuality and blah, blah, blah. And none, it didn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) Like it didn't pertain to anything. The only one that really mattered was Oliver. Yeah. So, and then we just kept assigning to everybody else. And I feel like in writing it, we would have had to just take a lot of that out because it didn't matter. Like there would have been no reason to really include it unless yeah. we had a plot about it. But um, there's, and I, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, I feel like you can kind of run into that with like web comics and stuff and like similar and that there's, Like, if you have too many, it just feels like you're putting them in there just to have them there. Yeah, Like, you're thinking, like, oh, I want to add this representation, but then it just feels forced. Yeah. I'm thinking of a graphic novel that I read a while ago for, like, kids slash teens, and it was set in, like, kind of a... It was, like, a sci-fi kind of thing, and it was really cute, and I liked the stories and the characters, but um, it was... And the concept was really cool because it was like um, basically technology had become magic. So you could like design your body with like, like you get on your tablet and you're like, oh, I'm going to change my hair or I'm going to change my skin color or my shape or whatever you could do. You could look like whatever you wanted and you would just appear that way. Um, But anyway, there were. You got itchy face. Yeah. Wow. Logan just had a really, really edgy face. Well. We just need to, like, set up a dog cam. Yeah. So it doesn't have to record us. It's just the dogs. It's just my bed. (laughs) 
Good job. All right. That's all I got. <laughs>